Welcome, adventurers, to Dungeon Radio Hour, a D&D actual play comedy podcast where our version of beating a dead horse is fighting a zombie centaur. As always, I'm your host and dungeon master, Dalton Rusher Riddle, joined once again by our ragtag band of would-be heroes. Introduce yourself, heroes. I'm Michael Adair. I'm Alyssa Adair. And I'm Andrew Gerline. So, speaking of zombies, this actually leads straight into... The intro topic that we have for today's episode. Absolutely, and I'll um, tell you what I do. I go to a Costco. I barricade it immediately. I go to the gun <laughs> section, yes. load up on hunting yes. rifles and shotguns. The and gun section of Costco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's in the back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's in the back. Okay. Our, back. our gas. Head to Area <laughs> yeah. Fifty One. Get into Area Fifty One. They're too distracted by the zombies, and we go after the alien technology or you know Wait, there's alien, even... now there's aliens at the same time but happening? what if but what if there's alien zombies no 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 oh, no 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 that's part. not part of our plan we we in our plan there's no alien zombies they're aliens we make but friends you with have them. to plan for the unplanned expect the unexpected alien zombies what's happening what are you going to do well obviously use their technology against them you probe and... them They'll yeah, probably be them. too stupid to use yep. their technology. Also, they probably are. If they're in Area 51, they're already probably detained. So we're good. They're Just don't detained. open Just the cage. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting we're getting off topic. All right. We're getting <laughs> off topic. Everyone, is that everyone not it? stop. That's not the topic. Alien this zombies is not, are no, the that's, flood from Halo. That's not. Alien zombies mm-hmm, is not what mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the intro topic is. Dang. Um, so prior to this episode, well, you're close, but prior to this episode, I sent all of you a pretty popular meme template for building a zombie apocalypse team. Team. So the individuals you would gather together to help you survive the zombie apocalypse. And I set the parameters that you could choose anybody from a cartoon series. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do is we'll go roll by roll and everyone will share who they chose. We can discuss it and then we'll move on. How does that sound? I love it. Love it. I love it so okay. much. We're going to get it so nostalgic for the 90s and the early <laughs> 2000s and shit. So strap in, motherfucker and millennials. Okay, so team leader, yeah, who dude. wants to start? So for team leader, I went with the perfect answer. It is the one and only Sokka from Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm. He is a mm. natural leader. He has jokes. He's going to bring up morale. He's got boomerang, hits multiple zombies mm. at once, and his plans took down the Fire Nation. So it's he. True. He's a strategist. He is a strategist, but guess what? I don't need jokes. I'm on my team. And if anybody's funnier than me, I kill them. So you know what? Fuck Sokka. Sokka's a bad answer. All right, Mike, who did you choose? Who did <laughs> I was you choose? Say, is this leading to your teammate or are you just you know what? say fuck I just, you? Now? I like to break in and insult people randomly to keep you on your fucking toes. No, it does lead to mine. And I'll tell you who my leader is. It's the right answer. Professor fucking Charles Xavier of the X-Men. He's the best leader in all of movie-dumb, comic book-dumb, Marvel-dumb. Such a basic answer. No, it's not. He's in a yellow wheelchair, which floats, (laughs) and he can read minds. And so he knows what the other team is already planning. So now... But zombies are brainless. How's he going to read the minds? You know what? The other team doesn't have brains. 
hey, he'll understand the zombies before we do because they do have brains. They're just all fucked up and they think about one thing, which is like, oh, I got to eat your sphincter. Or, or, and so why would you need to read their mind if we know? <laughs> hey, we know what they're thinking. We don't know. We don't know what kind of zombies these are going to be. They're, uh, maybe they're going to be fast zombies, slow zombies, normal zombies. The apocalypse so, will not be handicap accessible. I think he might die first, man. I know he's got the brain power, but... He doesn't need it to be handicap accessible. Oh if he If he wanted to, he could telekinesis his own legs to walk one by one, but he doesn't do he it. He doesn't have telekinetic. He he's telepathy. a telepath. Who says he doesn't have telekinesis? Um, I'm almost positive he does not have telekinesis. I'm the wrong person to ask. So really, the only benefit of having him would be that you'd get, what, a slight heads up when zombies were approaching because he'd sense their brains? Oh, Eh. oh, oh, wait. Eh. He's also a genius that built Cerebro so we can find the other survivors, you dumb bitch. Okay? Um, I'm sorry, I take that back. I love you so much. But you know what? He's He's a genius. Cerebro's connected to the power grid. The power grid goes down. Cerebro goes down. Okay, but you know what? Don't you think Xavier planned for a backup generator? He's got a mansion. He's not an idiot. He has a danger room that makes <laughs> Back- fucking invisible not- guys. You can I don't fight. know. He sure didn't plan for not having legs anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> backup Cheap generator shot. is actually a mutant that goes to his school. It's just a guy in overalls, <laughs> and he just touches a power cord when the power yeah. goes out. Yeah, he's good. Exactly. Um, okay, Let's hear what everyone else had to say. Yours, I'm kind sorry, of bottom got, of the list. Oh, I'm sorry. Got it's so fun heated. to tear them apart, though. Um, <laughs> okay, he is he is a telepath. There is no telekinetic <laughs> ability. Say, yeah, all right. Yeah, he's at you're, all. All. you're the comic guy, Mike. Come on. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's the Phoenix that has telekinetic abilities. I know that. All right. All yeah, right. I was it just is. being a goof. Go I'm ahead. going the opposite direction here. Complete opposite of Professor X. My leader is. Tommy Pickles from Rugrats because guess what? He always inspires the gang. He's determined. He's got a screwdriver. And you know what? Other adults, like people who ransack and murder, they can't legally touch him because he's a baby. Okay? (laughs) So he's protected. You know what? Andrew, I 100% agree with you because I was very, very close to choosing yeah, Tommy as my what? own team leader. He's so a I great definitely leader. understand. He's this got a fantastic a choice. Screwdriver. Um, he's you know, he pulls himself up by his own bootstraps. Mm-hmm. He's ingenuitive. By his own diaper straps. Yeah, exactly. Right. Own, and if he's like that straps. now, imagine what he'll be like as he grows up in the in the grizzled world. We know what he's like. There's all, all grown, grown up. Not seen all grown up. Oh shit! You're right. That's Rugrats pre- all grown up, man. Apocalypse, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. He's a videographer, so I don't know how useful he's going to be in your team. But <laughs> he can That's at least choice, he though, can at he... least film uh, your entire team being eaten by zombies. Sure. Leader cool. quality. Fair. Um, okay, so I went the same theme as Alyssa, and I also went to Avatar: The Last Airbender for my leader. Hell However, yeah. I took a sharp, a sharp one eighty turn. From Sokka, and I chose Azula. Why? Oh. I chose Azula. I would never follow Azula. She's Dalton's insane. Slytherin, and we knew what he was gonna do. We knew who was <laughs> now, gonna be. Now, yes, she might have some sociopathic tendencies, but she is very inspirational. 
She does oh. not back down from a fight. She will be in the trenches with the rest of her team. She also knows how to use every individual that is under her command to the best of their abilities. She knows where they fit and how best they know how to play the game. And the game is surviving the zombie apocalypse. And she took over Bossing Say. So my my leader is Azula. I mean, if you want to be evil, then sure. I don't know Avatar, <laughs> but all those great qualities you listed also describe Adolf Hitler. So checkmate, Dalton. Oh, dang. There you go. <laughs> now he's making good points, Dalton. Moving on to our second brawler. Brawler. Alyssa, what did you have? Another dumb decision? I'll go first because yet again, <laughs> I have the best answer. All y'all are going to be jealous uh-huh. of my answer, which is One Punch Man. Oof. I don't even need to explain it. One punch, Damn, they're down. Brawler. <laughs> so, so like, it only takes one punch to knock him out, or... No, the other way around, you silly Billy. Bra- effective. You silly Billy. He can take anyone out with one punch. I, I admittedly punch don't man. know a lot about him, other than the fact that he wears yellow underoos and he's bald. Yes, he it looks It is one of silly. the best anime, and I think it's accessible by even people who don't watch anime, because it's is really Is that an anime? Funny. I never... I thought it was yeah. a, a, a superhero of some kind, so... It this is guy a superhero. can punch, and they it's just... superhero Do they anime. explode? Do they die? Is it like death if your knuckles touch? <laughs> the show, <laughs> he literally, much. like, gets bored, because any person he comes against He's is so easy. He's a disillusioned superhero that can destroy pretty much anything so he has no challenge anymore. Yeah. Except there's oh. a couple of times He's like Homelander, he... huh? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like a normal guy. He goes back to his little one-bedroom apartment and like eats ramen and shit. It's like the whole thing is very satirical which makes it funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. I, I recommend it like Mike said. But yeah. But he seems the obvious answer. One punch, he's down. Like, are the bad guys down? But you can shoot him. He's not. He's not steel skin man. He oh, sounds he's... like a guy you could shoot pretty easy. No, you can't shoot this guy. Also, he can't okay. be killed. I'm sorry. Are you gonna? Are, are, is your brawler uh, bulletproof? Hey, we, uh, yes, probably. Because my uh, brawler probably. is Goku. Okay, his power Oof. level is nine thousand. Okay, <laughs> they say that, and he's got a spirit bomb. He can be, be anywhere instantly. He can turn into a monkey if he's got his tail. He can brawl, okay? No, that's solid. Who he's are you a solid about? That's, that's a solid choice. That's a solid. Not that's by, a solid uh, choice. Not bulletproof, but I mean, still yeah, I don't, solid. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he might be. I feel like it might be bulletproof. Did they shoot him? Did they ever bring guns out in that show? I feel like I don't think so. No. But I also wasn't a huge Dragon Ball Z person. <laughs> so. Sounds like you don't even know um, your guy. Um, and that's where your downfall is because I'll I feel like a fraud picking him, to be honest. Yeah, I don't yeah. know much about him. <laughs> My brawler is none other than Master of Kung Fu himself, Jackie Chan of Jackie Chan Adventures. From Jackie oh, Chan Adventures? Yes. <gasps> I love that choice. Yeah. That's so wow. good. It's Jackie awesome. Chan. I really thought you were going to go with Kung Fu Panda. Oh, that would be good. That would be amazing. That would been good too. Oh, man, that would mean Jack Black. Also, a decent choice, to be honest. Yeah, honestly. But Jackie Chan, um, he can kill anything with his fists. Uh, he sports a mean blue V-neck through the entirety of the series. <laughs> He's unstoppable with the power of uh, the little gem guys in the series. What are those called? Talismans. Oh, I forget. The uh, talismans. Yes. He's unstoppable. He could have super strength, super speed, 
other abilities. Um, you know, Mike, I when I chose my brawler, I had kind of the same thought process of somebody who had access to multiple abilities. Um, so I went with Ben Ten Thousand which is the grown-up version oh. of Ben 10, oh. after he has complete control of his Omnitrix oh, and can morph brilliant. into literally any alien form that he brilliant. wants to. Um, I feel like with Ben 10,000, you have all of your bases covered because uh, he can literally adapt to any situation. What smart answers you're giving to this hypothetical solid, solid. question. <laughs> That's very good. You know what? Ben 10's Thank cool. You. I, mm. I I I, love I appreciate that. that. Love oh, that a, it was a great show. It was yeah. even like when I was starting to stop watching Cartoon Network, and it pulled me back in. Yeah, like, that came on as I was as I was like not watching that many cartoons anymore. I was aware of it, but I didn't watch it. Right, it's mm-hmm. good. Okay, well, decent um, answer right. from Dalton for once in his life. <laughs> right. What's next? I, I feel like that was a solid <laughs> answer, and he I, that I think ties in with my. Uh, next category, weapons expert. Mm. You've got this mm. person uh, like Ben 10 all around. Sure. Like perfect character for this kind of like scenario. That's what I have for my weapons expert because I have the one, the only Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Oh. That man nice. can make a weapon out of anything. Mm-hmm. He, he's a killing machine. So Rick Sanchez. That's solid. That's a solid Very choice. Solid. I I have no negatives to say about that other than the fact that I feel like he would be chaotic to have on the team and chaotic to be in control of the weapons. It's yeah. true. He's but, a nihilist, um, a cynic. I don't think he's going to be, a, a, I don't know, a good force for morale on your team. Also, that pick, that that links you to a very problematic fandom and I'm starting to see her true colors come through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to see Alyssa for who she is. And so I'm going to say, poo-poo your idea. Here's my good idea. Um, <laughs> my weapons expert is none other than Forge, also from X-Men, the animated series. Too many X-Men. Yeah. Nope. Ooh, superheroes. <laughs> Pick everyday regular This is an everyday regular guy. You do what you want. All right. This is I was very close to picking Forge, so I completely understand where you're coming from. And you so know what? what? If you had power? done that, you'd be right. Forge's power is to have an innate, genius-level intellect and understanding of how uh, mechanical devices works. Also, yeah. he can sense like energy, mechanical energy in action, so he can mm. innately know what? how to design new machines, uh, weapons for the X-Men. That's usually what he does. That also, he has a bionic right arm. That can like switch into a bunch of different fucking things that like whatever he needs. So he's cool as shit. Also, he has a bandana and a oh. big fucking gun. <laughs> I mean, that sold so. it. The bandana sold it for me. The bandana sold it. Uh, my my character is the backpack from Dora the Explorer. Whoa. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, what? Listen, that, this oh, backpack. God, that's good. This backpack has unlimited carrying capacity. For whatever you need on your adventures, you can get a map, you can get a telescope, you can get a sawed-off shotgun, you can get grenades and food and anything you want, okay? It's basically a bag of holding for your imagination. I've never seen Dora pull anything like that out of she pulled any weapon out? <laughs> I think at most she's the pulled out a PB&J sandwich. In its song says, anything you need from me is inside of me or some shit. I got shit. inside for wait, you. Wait, yeah, I got inside for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Alyssa has it. Anything you need from me, I've got inside for you. Boo, anything. 
anti-zombie spray. Burger that's, King. That's good. What? That's good. Hey, and it's got a mouth, so I can have cool conversations with it. <laughs> so like boosting morale. That's a solid, cool conversations that's a solid choice. It. I see your backup plan. Um. All right. So for my weapons, <clears throat> excuse me, my weapons expert, I went to the world of the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Ah, oh, one of the best I cartoons chose, of all time. I chose Hostel Gato. Hell yeah. The monster funter. The monster hunter. The, the monster, monster hunter. <laughs> the monster. The monster hunter, uh-huh. which is clearly based off of Ash's character from Evil Dead Rises. Um, he has a chainsaw. Yeah, it's yes. a chainsaw for a right hand oh, that really? can be switched out for several different attachments. It could be a blade. It could be a laser. It could be a rocket launcher. Such a fun character. Um, That's cool. All sorts of different things that he can use. And he already wants to fight the supernatural. So, hostile Gato. You know what? These last couple of things that you've said, decent ideas. <laughs> and I'm surprised because normally your opinions are shit. Alyssa, go ahead. What's your next bad Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. It's I, okay. He's getting them in while he can. I he's, respect all of your decisions and opinions. Go yes. ahead. He's obviously feeling insecure because he has the worst answers, but... I have two X-Men on my team. Get fucked. Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, so for the next one, Brains. Brains, yeah, Brains. I yet another ace in my pocket. It is Garnet... From Steven Universe. Now you uh, might think, that was good. like, are you yep. gonna make her the brains? Like she's kind of the leader of the group. Mm-hmm. But hear me out, because she is that leader, she does have the brains to uh, help figure out any battle. She's always the one. If you ever watch the show, she's the one who's jumping in, saving people, doing all that strategy. So she does have those brains. But mm-hmm. you know what else she has? Heart brains, brains of the heart. She's there to heart talk. Brain? She has emotional intelligence. She's, she has emotional heart intelligence. Brain. No, I like heart brains heart better. Brain. Yeah. Heart brain. Heart brain. Alyssa was drinking term. very heavily just last night. So <laughs> Go ahead, dear. She Yes, she has heart brains. And <laughs> yes, yeah, so she has the emotional intelligence uh-huh. to handle. Because think about it. You're going to be freaking out during the yeah, apocalypse. You a warming presence in this. Yeah. And especially yeah, if I have Rick Sanchez, apocalypse. the whole team is going to lean towards nihilism. Right. I need someone who's going to bring us back to sanity. A maternal figure mm-hmm. for the end of time, yeah. if you will. You're yeah. going for team cohesion. I like that. Exactly. You know but, what? I like, I like that. I like also, she can see into the future. So that's a really good thing. Exactly. I mean, you might need that. Uh, you're rounding a corner. Is a zombie there? Garnet can find out. She just sees into the future a little bit. Boom. Yeah, good idea. Decent idea for once, Alyssa. Okay, here's my thing. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, I will not stand. Brains. I'll give you brains because my pick is none other than Dexter of Dexter's Lab. Oh, Dude, you son of a bitch. That's good. <gasps> that's my choice too, man. <gasps> okay, double, here's... Our first double. I'll change it. I'll change it right no, now. No, you don't change it. You said it first. No, I want to hear both of you explain it. Here's why. I need somebody on the team with an accent. Uh, no. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> no, That's the only um, reason. I mean, he's a little guy. He's got a lab. He's a genius. I mean, he's even got a fucking lab coat on. Dexter, <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's got a genius level intellect. I think it rivals Jimmy Neutron. Uh, More than fuck one. Jimmy Neutron, dude. Brain of Pinky in the Brain, fuck him too. Mm-hmm. Genius level intellect right here. Dexter of Dexter. I also Lab. chose Dexter. I was weighing between him and Jimmy Neutron, but I realized Jimmy Neutron, he invents 
technology like in the moment to solve like schools problems and social situations dexter has a whole lab in secret in his house he's able to keep it secret from his whole family he's basically like a little ginger tony stark and uh i want him on my team because he's what like six i mean he's only gonna (laughs) keep getting smarter yeah he's just gonna keep getting smarter yeah so yeah dexter is a solid choice Plus, I like he it. has an like end it. with the Justice Friends. They're in the same universe. We Ooh, can recruit them too. Solid. You know what I mean? You know, when it comes to Dexter, I have no notes because I also chose a small ginger boy as the brains for my zombie team. But his name is Phineas of Phineas <laughs> and Fern. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, wow. nice. Yes, the plans that he comes up with on a daily basis. And that's the thing. He comes up with these on a daily basis, so it's always fresh ideas. So I know I can always go to him for something new and inventive. And he is a problem solver. I'm going to give him the problem, and he's going to come up with a plan for me just like that. And he's going to be able to build it and execute it within a day. And also he'll do it in secret. He'll be able to keep it undercovers because his parents never found out. And he'll do it as a musical number, so it's great for morale. There you go. (laughs) Because there's always a song. (laughs) There's there's always a song when they're building their whatever they're doing for the day. Weapons and a Uh, show. I'll be honest. Exactly. I'm unfamiliar with this franchise. I understand there's a platypus. There is. Um, (laughs) There's a kid with a big nose. Um, Okay. You know everything. uh, Yeah. Yeah, That's basically the the show. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'll sign off on it, Dalton. Good pick. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you so much. little to no knowledge. Good pick. <laughs> I I constantly live and strive for your approval. So. <laughs> well, wait, on that note, so what's your mascot? What's the next one? Oh, am I going to go next? You're going. Yeah, we're so, changing it up. All right. It up. All right. We're going to change up the order. My mascot is Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I love you're her. You're going to get tired of that quick, dude. <laughs> okay. It's cute for a minute, but you're going to get tired what of that quick. What role does, does the mascot play on your team? I, abs- the, I feel like morale is what the, the mascot okay. is going to bring. Uh, she'll shake and her booty. I, bring up morale. I feel like True. the entertainment value is going to be fantastic. And, you know, she loves zombies already. So That's if true. we need a sacrifice, we can just send her out and be like, all right, Tina, mm-hmm. go do your thing. Nice. She'll shake her booty and she'll write a bunch of zombie fanfics for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves horses, like so she could probably choice. get us some horses if we need some transportation. Because you, you can't rely on gas vehicles. True. True, true, true. Not the vehicles. So, who's your mascot then, dude? My mascot is technically two mascots, but it's also one mascot because my mascot is Cat Dog. That's oh. right. Oh. Best of both worlds. We got dog people That's on my good. team. They got a dog. We got cat people. They got a cat. We can also figure out, okay, which mouth shits out of it. You know what I mean? See, people would think it's the dog, but I think it's the cat. I think it's a secret third hole that they don't show on the show. You think it's like they have like a belly button in the middle of their belly? Yeah. Yeah. They're a genetic so. perfection that they have no waste. Everything is used to its full potential and there's no waste. So they just don't poop. We'll have Dexter run some tests. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, here's my mascot. It is Slimer from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Mm. Remember that? Oh. Remember uh-huh. that? Also yep, extreme Ghostbusters. Green blob guy. Green blob guy. He's eating hot dogs. He's flying around. He's doing pranks. Uh, he can't talk. Uh, he's a good mascot. He's a mascot of the franchise. And he's going to be the mascot of my team. 
Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh, also, I need something from another room. There's no door. You have to go through a wall. Who's going to do that? Slimer. He'll leave ectoplasm yeah, but in his wake. I was going to say. But he'll do it. <laughs> he can't bring the item back through the wall. That's why I have Dexter to make a big hole. <laughs> 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 Dexter will figure it out. <laughs> so, so useless. Okay. Finally, it's a mascot. Me. It's not supposed to have use. Mine is both a mascot and useful. Listen, yeah, I have Dexter that week. You can't. Uh, Dexter's busy. My mascot is both fun and useful. It is Jake the dog. From Adventure yeah, Time. damn it, that's, that's good. good. Nice. That's he, good. Jake the Dog is one of the best good. sidekicks of all time. Yeah, he's literally, yeah, yeah, the best sidekick. Also boosting morale. He's also going to so be funny. just like Garnet, there to talk about your feelings. Uh, and just also be a little silly goose, making bacon pancakes. Also, he can stretch. And he can yeah. be useful in that way. We need to, like, we're falling. Oh, no, he'll parachute. Oh, no, we came across some yeah. water. Boat. He will stretch. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Good job. Yep, I had no notes. No <laughs> notes. That nice. was good, Alyssa. That's a good one. I hope everyone has enjoyed our uh, zombie survival team. We're going to drop a blank template of this in our story on Instagram. So go ahead and uh, screenshot that. Add your own people to it. Share it to our page at Dungeon Radio Hour. And we will also be sharing the images of our own teams as well. If you want to hear the answer to everyone else's roles for their zombie apocalypse team, make sure you head on over to www.patreon.com slash dungeon radio hour for the full extended intro. Last time on Dungeon Radio Hour. So Andrew, Mike, and Alyssa, you stand there and you look at Andrew as you watch these tentacles, each one of them wrapping... (gasps) themselves around Andrew's arm and within a matter of seconds he is yanked. I pull two daggers one from each thigh. As you all watch the stone pillar kind of morph (gasps) and shape until finally becoming stone itself. We're in Goblin Church. They worship Uh, a spider woman. That is Lulf. You are seeing now that this is a banquet hall. Each table there are about six to eight goblins. I crouch down and so as we left off in the previous episode you all continued to explore Nesnar's castle and you ran into a Grick that really messed Andrew up Uh, you found a kind of ritual chamber that was worshipping the service of Loth, which was the demon spider queen worshipped by the drow or the dark elves. Um, Mike sent his magical eye to survey the rest of the castle and he found the banquet hall that was full of goblins and his magic eye is currently distracting them as you... Oh no, Archibald, I'm sorry, is currently distracting Mm -hmm. them with his... Uh, butlery ways as the four of you sneak through under the influence of Andrew's silent spell. Okay. Knowing that we can't hear each other, I make some complex hand signals (laughs) and um, it's like, okay, my hands are doing like soft feet, kitten feet. And then I point towards the banquet hall and I'm like, let's go over there. And then, but let's be quiet. I have two hands up, like, you gotta be careful. And I then, I uh, my finger and I'm like, we, 
we are quiet, dude. There's nothing. Nothing's going to make us Oh, yeah, quiet. that's true. That's true. It's magic, bro. I don't know. But we should still tiptoe because we don't want to, like, draw attention to ourselves. Mm. So we should walk sneaky. I kind of just nod and I do little hand movements just like yours and yeah. mimic it, thinking you mean that you're going to go on ahead. Sorry, I'm sleepy. The silent spell makes me sleepy. Okay. Um, it says don't <laughs> operate heavy machinery. Yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, but I can't hear you, so I wouldn't say that. I feel like <laughs> everyone everyone roll a stealth. Mm-hmm. 11. All right. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me see my stats. Let me see my stats. Ugh. Mike, you just use a luck feat? Yeah. All right. I'm at a, a 12. Okay. Four. Melissa? Wait. Wow. Arnold got an eight. Uh, <laughs> okay. So but we're quiet. The, the four of you start walking through the banquet hall. The All of the goblins are currently um, preoccupied with Archibald, who is floating from side to side of the room. They're shooting arrows into him as they pass through his spectral body. They're slashing at him with their scimitars. And as the four of you are tiptoeing through the back of the banquet hall, all of you bump into one of the tables and you watch as cups and plates and cutlery all fall and clatter to the floor. However, they fall within the sphere of this silent spell. So you watch them all fall. And as each of you hold your breath, you hear them hit the ground in nothing but silence. And all four of you collectively breathe a sigh of relief as it makes no sound. I give a little look to everybody like, did I do that? Oh, you <laughs> did you guys see those things fall? Did you? Hey, the thing, I start really over gesturing, gesturing towards <laughs> all the things that are obviously right there. Did you guys see the, the, these things fell down? I'm just nodding like. Not looking at Andrew. Mike. So I can't really sense anything he's doing. I, it's the items, dude. I just wag my finger at Alyssa like that was bad. Yeah, they fell and then down. I look at Andrew right. and he's doing a bunch of stuff I don't notice. <laughs> okay. Um, read my lips lips I point to my lips we lips are doing a good job I am really proud of you guys we've all been really brave here today Mike I love you Alyssa I love you Arnold I love you I nod Arnold's just nodding his head. He's not really sure what is being said at all. Nothing important. I start mouthing uh, in response to Andrew. I look at everybody and I'm like, I agree with Andrew. Let's make a run for it. <laughs> just, just run. And then nobody could hear. And we're out of here faster. I think we can get rump roast later. Yeah, we do a group hug like you just said. <laughs> exactly and then we sit at the table with the goblins right that's what okay i start running um i start hugging the air andrew you go you go in to hug mike and as you are getting ready to clasp him mike you take off running towards <laughs> the uh door that leads to the other tower and the three of you Alyssa, andrew and arnold are kind of like taken aback and you instinctively follow yeah. <laughs> as the four of you run you throw open the door 
it makes a loud creak, but none of it can be heard because it also falls within the sphere of that silent spell. And as you walk into this tower, the spell starts to dissipate slowly, and all of you get this just painful ringing in your ears as the sound slowly starts to come Ooh. back. Okay, and you can hear everything, dude. Oh, too loud. I don't like that. Oh God, you're oh. too loud right now. I'm sorry, man. I'm just trying to That's hear myself. Why are we shouting? Why are we but, shouting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can talk normal now. Um, so we're safe. Oh, we're beyond the banquet hall. Yeah, so you guys are are enter you entered into the tower. Andrew, as soon as you entered into the tower and the silent spell has worn off, the hairs stick up on the back of your neck and you turn 180 to face the opposite side of the tower room and there is that same hulking figure that Mike's magic eye found and saw before the spell failed. Ooh. I get a chill that runs up my spine and I just, my, my eyes narrow and I just, I sniff the air and I go, daddy smells a monstrosity on the air. What did monstrosity smell like? What is a monstrosity guys? What, why do I think those things? What, what does that even mean? It just popped into my brain. Mike and Alyssa, you look over at Andrew and his jaw has tensed. His pupils have dilated. And there is this like stern, almost feral look that has fallen over his face. I don't know what this is, guys. I just feel I just feel like I want to kill that thing. You see that freaking hulking thing? You see it? I I want to do like a, a big... Sniff to see if I can smell what kind of creature this is. Because I something about it is, like, really getting to me. Describe the creature for us, Dalton. Yeah, so from what you can see right now, it is either laying down or it's hunkered down on the opposite side of this tower. It has this, like, shiny sheen to it. It's a brownish-yellow shell texture almost like it looks it looks bug like hmm. from hmm. where you're standing um andrew give me a roll with advantage on survival and i'm giving him advantage because his favorite enemy is monstrosity as a ranger 19 so, nice cool. you don't know how you know this but you get this this sense this instinct that what you're looking at is an umber hulk my pupils like expand to the full side of my eyes and I sort of go into like almost a, what's it called? A trance. And I just go, Umber Hulk. And I just, and I just, I snap out of it. And I'm like, whoa, um, um, guys, that, I, that's an Umber Hulk. Um, we need to be really careful because it's got really, really thick skin, like, like as hard as steel. So we can't really get it with something penetrative. We got to get up close and kind of get between the armor plates. It's also an insect. So it does live beneath earth, but this thing's a behemoth guys. We could get killed really easily. Also don't look it in the eyes. They're a little fucky. They're a little yellow and, uh, maybe sort of, they take your memory away. Um, but anyway, I love you guys. And again, really proud of us. You got all that from a scent. Sorry, what? I just kind of blacked out there for a second. What? what? That's an Umber Hulk. <laughs> Holy shit. You said it again. As as the four of you are standing there, the Umber Hulk on the, op- on the opposite side of the tower begins to rise up, and it stands a good eight feet tall. And you can see that there's these like red and brown bristly-like hairs that stick out from all over its huge hulking body and these giant pincers that come down on either side of its face, and it lets out a terrible roar. <laughs> 
as it clicks its mandibles together and it rushes <gasps> you. Everyone roll for initiative. Ooh. No. Oh. Andrew, you were trying to help, but then you just spoke really loudly about Umberholt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to kill this thing. Uh, Six. Fifteen. Sixteen. Um, okay, cool. The Umber Hulk starts charging towards all four of you. Mike, you are aware enough that you're able to get a little bit of your senses and you get an attack in before it reaches you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I do is I look at him and I say, Umber Hulk, you look like a big nasty roach. You're nasty. If you're in my apartment, I'd have it fumigated. You're gross. And then, um, as I'm like insulting him, you see like these waves of energy come out of my mouth, and like it's it's all echoey. And I'm like, so take that. And I cast vicious mockery on him. Oh, vicious! Oh, you got viciously that mocked. Hurt me. <laughs> Cool. So Mike casts Vicious Mockery, and the longer he talks, the more you guys see these like sound waves kind of form and hang in the air. And after he finishes his sentence, you watch these sound waves rush forward and slam into the Umber Hulk, specifically like in its head region. And it takes it back for just a second as it shakes it off and then continues to rush forward. Andrew, you are up next. I just, I see this thing barreling towards me, and I just have this, like, hatred and this surge of adrenaline flow through my blood, and I kind of, like, get down, like, when a superhero lands, and I kind of, like, make a pose, but it looks bad because I have horrible posture, and I don't have a good core strength, (laughs) but then I, like, I pull out my my fingy guns, and I just, I want to aim it right for his face, and I just close one eye, and I just want to release... Like, I can technically, because I have an extra attack as a ranger at this point, I want to double barrel fingy gun it and shoot a fireball out of two fingers at the same time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to allow it this once. Going forward, extra attack only counts for actual attacks, not spells. Um, so I'll Daddy allow you. Spell, bro. Okay. All right. I, I, I know. I hear you. I hear you. Um, right. I'll let you do double barrel for this one, but going forward, just remember, extra attack is only for the attack action. Um, okay, Andrew, you uh, raise both fingies and cock back those thumbs as these motes of fire begin to form at the end of each index finger, and with a whoosh, they rush forward. However, you underestimate the speed of the umber hulk and both miss just narrowly on either side of its mandibled face as it continues to rush towards you it leads with its hulking arms bringing both of them down at the same time for almost like this ground pound attack but it is still under the effects of mike's vicious mockery and it misses all of you entirely uh, because it does have disadvantage on its attack roll uh-huh. because of Mike's vicious words. Feeling very self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so self-conscious. Very self-conscious about yeah. the color of its uh, buggy-like shell. <laughs> it realizes it's gross. <laughs> it's yeah, funny. it realizes it's gross now. And it's it's no longer an effective attacker. Alyssa, you're up. I'm just thinking in my head. I'm just going in full panic mode because I'm, I'm remembering what Andrew said about how hard it is to kill and all these things. And I see it's just so big and I do not like bugs. And so I think what happens is in my panic, I am just like thinking to myself, I just wish this thing was gone. 
and in doing so my pendant glows and it casts banishment oh Ooh. shit yes which he has to succeed on a charisma saving throw and i'm hoping he's not very charismatic he's a bug <laughs> and mike just insulted him to his face <laughs> He's not going to be charismatic for a while. Um, Alyssa, what's your spell save? 14. Oh, no. Um, so the Umber Hulk rolled a 12. Um, so you guys look over at the Umber Hulk. And as Alyssa says, I wish you would just go away. You watch it get kind of fuzzy for just a split second. And then in this like magical pop of rainbow energy, it snaps and disappears. <laughs> What? 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 <laughs> Andrew, come boy, come boy, come. I look. I'm looking hey. all around for it. My heart is like do 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 do, and I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Andrew, you look around and you are sensing for this monstrosity. However, you get this sense, this feeling that it is no longer on the same plane of existence as the four of you. Okay. Okay. Um, Alyssa, that was very cool, but something's coming over me. I feel like, I feel like I got kind of blue balls. Like, I feel like I have to kill something because I was gunning to kill that thing. I don't know something about it. I saw you, dude. You had the bloodlust in your eyes. I still have it. I don't think, I don't think I can get rid of it. I think I need to kill something. Okay. No, no. You know what? Just run, run the energy off. Run it off. Okay. Let's just okay, go. I because running. I can, I can feel this. I can feel this in my head. I, I, it's like I have to hold it there wherever it went. And so I don't know how much longer I can hold it. So let's oh, just go. Oh, this isn't forever. This isn't no. forever. Okay. No. Well, then I go by where it's, it was. I run over where it was and I want to, um, I say Arnold and I hold out my hand for like a weapon of some kind. Like, cause I don't have any sharp things cause I'm stupid. Arnold just like kind of looks at you quizzically and then unsheaths his silvered longsword and he hands it to you, Pommel first, and he uh, says, here, Sir Andrew. I simply hold it up in the air and I kind of just put the sword where the thing's head was and I say, uh -huh. Alyssa, turn him back on. Are, are you sure we could just run? Nah, I like this. No, you, got, you can't hold on to him forever. Cycle, you got to let him go. This'll just go right through his skull immediately. And I have a feeling Andrew's gonna be really rowdy if he doesn't get to kill soon. He's gonna be hard to handle. Something. I don't wanna go kill. in there and kill some goblins. I don't wanna do that. That's gonna cause a whole mess on our hands. My boy never looks like this. He's gotta kill and he's gotta kill now. All okay, right, let's okay, get to killing. Okay. This sword's getting heavy. <sighs> and I just release. And I, I wanna see it like just as it fades in. I wanna just swing the sword down where its neck was. Yeah, for sure. So, Alyssa, you feel all of this, like, pent-up energy and power within you as you're holding on to this banishment spell and keeping the Umber Hulk off of this plane of existence. And just like going to the bathroom, you just release everything. <laughs> maybe not li just like that. Same muscle, too. <laughs> no, maybe yeah. not. Um, Your pants get darker and darker as you stop talking <laughs> Maybe it's more of a... Uh, a chest muscle release or nah. shoulders, it's you know, vaginal. something. No, you get this like. It's 100% vaginal. <laughs> I unkegel. I unkegel. No, no, just like you, you let go and you release, and just like the most relaxing 
rush comes over your entire body as you just feel numb and feel like you're sinking into the floor. And as you let go of this energy and it dissipates, you can see the Umber Hulk start to kind of leap back into existence. And right before it becomes corporeal, Andrew, with a swoosh, you take Arnold's silvered sword and you swipe it through the space that the Umber Hulk's neck's neck occupies as it falls with a thud to the floor it's yeah. oozing black blood gushing from the wound as its mandibles slowly click until finally stopping how's that for blood andrew <gasps> oh yeah alley Alyssa, right here high five me on the sword oh yeah arnold helped too yeah Mike, you didn't help <laughs> no, I did. I said the stuff that was mean. <laughs> you did say mean stuff. All right, good job too, buddy. You did, you did good too. Thank you. Alyssa, as you <sighs> high-five the sword, you pull your hand back and it's covered in that same like Ugh. black, viscous, kind of oozing blood. <laughs> Yucky. Oh, yeah, gross, Yucky gross, gross. Ew. You know well, what, guys? I'm going to go ahead and take this opportunity to loot the body and loot everything in the vicinity. Dalton? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, okay, right. So as you as you loot the body, um, you quickly realize that this is just a large insectoid-like creature. There's nothing on its person that has any type of value whatsoever. Uh, as you continue, its blood. As you continue to look around this tower, though, you see that there are two doors. The doors that you came in from that leads out to the banquet, and then another door that goes into a hallway. However, you do also find a trap door where the Umber Hulk was lying when you first entered into the, uh, the tower. I'd like to open the door, if I may. As you approach the trap door, you quickly notice that it is bound by two locks. Hey, mm. guess what? Break out a lock pick. Thieves guess kid. what? Okay. Can I roll for Dex? Uh, yeah, give me a sleight of hand. Ooh, shit. Oh, that's an 18. Cool. As you insert the lock pick, you are slightly overconfident in your skill to no. open this trap door. And after a few seconds, you hear a snap as the <gasps> lock pick breaks. Oh, you guys. Oh, was that the collectible one that you got in the <sighs> cereal box a while back? Yeah. Oh, you broke that my... lock pick. I told you not to take it out of the oh, wrapper. Man. I really wanted to use it. You know, I, I I like to keep my stuff nice, but I really wanted to use it. And I was so Wait, excited. Wait, Alyssa's to... vine. Your, your vine wand. Snakes Ooh, and vines yeah. through that keyhole. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. I'm actually, I'm, I'm rummaging through my bag because I got some really gross blood on me. Uh, I was trying to find a <laughs> napkin or something to wipe it off. Um, hold on, I'm just, uh, sunglasses. I don't um, Hey, Moist Talette. Moist Talette. From oh. Buffalo Wild Wings, Moist Talette. If I may, Michael, did you not retrieve a bronze key from one of the hobgoblins <gasps> oh we dispatched God. earlier? We I forgot about that because it was last episode. You're right, Arnold. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm. Hey, guys, bronze key. Bronze key, I got it. I'm nice. going to go ahead and try this. Shidoosh. And I'm going to go ahead and unlock a couple of locks. Cool. You you go down to insert the bronze key into one of the locks, and you quickly realize that one of the locks is actually the same bronze color that the key is, and that is the one that you choose to place inside, and you hear an audible click as the lock falls away from the trapdoor. Open up for me, baby. Mike, you got it open over there? Yeah, I got it open, and now I'm going to go inside. 
So, See you guys. I jumped down the trap door. No, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say you opened. There's it. two locks. I said the. I said the key opens one of the locks. No. Okay, guys. There's another lock. Don't worry. I think I got this one too. You got two keys. Nope, just the one. Maybe this one works. I put it in the other lock. That's a really good point. <laughs> Might be two locks, same key. You take your bronze key and you put it into the second lock and you quickly realize that the lock is not the same color oh. um, and same material as the key that you oh. have in. And when you go to try it, it does not fit. You guys, for some reason, they put two different locks on here. This key only works for one of them. That'd so. be really unsafe if it opened both. You know what I mean? Why? Because it would be, we would already be in there. That's why. Exactly. It's 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 doing its job. It's preventing us. Because we need whatever. a second okay. key. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Get the branch wand thing. I snake the wand in it, and then let's unlock. Okay. Well, that hold on. Because what I was trying to say earlier is I found this amulet in my bag. Is it a key? That we completely forgot about. <laughs> no. Does it look like a key? No. That's why I'm wondering what your idea is, but friend. But I remember. Aunt Anora saying this was like an amulet of assumed mortality or something like that. You're supposed uh -huh. to use it on the dead people. We got that Why? way back in episode six. I don't even remember what it does. I just remember it's supposed to like take on features of the creature. So I just, I lay it on top of the dead bug. Ooh. You just, you just lay it there. I don't know how it work. Press the button in the middle. Oh That's my God. There was a button. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I pushed the button. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alyssa, you place you place the tarnished uh, bronzed amulet on top of the dead Umber Hulk, and you do press the button that happens to magically be in the center of this amulet. <laughs> and after you press it, nothing happens. You you wait for a few seconds, uh, anticipating some type of magical ritual to take place, but it's very underwhelming. Uh, huh. And quickly, you realize. It, this this isn't doing anything. Maybe it only works on like humanoids, Alyssa. Like maybe no, this it's like, thing is too ugly and stupid. To, no, it's supposed uh, to take on for like <laughs> anything. You know what? Maybe it needs to be. I, I put it in the blood. Maybe it needs to be in the blood. Okay, and yeah, I mix push, it around in that black I, stuff. I push the button again. Yeah. Cool. So you you place it into the blood. You wait for a few seconds. You press the button in the center, and now you just have an amulet that's covered in this sticky black goo. <laughs> uh, I don't think that was it. If anything. Uh, it needs work. to be inside the body. That way the magic can like flow through the body. I'm going to put it in the neck hole. Okay. Okay, I'm going to unclick the button. I'm going to repress in the button. That'll reboot it. You know, a little control delete. <laughs> mm -hmm. And now that it's all inside of it, shadoosh! And then I wave my fingers all magically. Mm, yeah. I forgot the shadoosh. Yeah. You take the amulet and you uh, shove it into the open neck wound and you just hear this like, gross kind of like squishing sound as you press it into the That's flesh good. as good the sound. black oozes out of the wound and you wait for a few more seconds anticipating something to happen and you are disappointed <laughs> once more because it does nothing. Listen, we should try at least nine more variations of this. <laughs> I think we'll get it. Or maybe this isn't going to clone a bug monstrosity. I think really it's probably for like you know, things with souls, not little shell bugs that are ugly. No, hold All on. Right. Okay, I start, like, examining the amulet, and can I do an arcana check maybe to recall what it's supposed to do? I if it, if yeah. you can't just put it in a neck hole and it works, it doesn't work. It's probably broken, <laughs> and now it's dirty. That's so just I a broken thing. <laughs> Alyssa, give me, give me an arcana check. 17. You are picking up zero vibes from this amulet. This is like when I got those... 
batch of Duracells from Costco and none of them worked. So we just, you know, took them outside and threw them at cats. Remember that? No. Uh, Were you a child when this happened? That <laughs> might have been with a different girlfriend. Wait Never a second. Mind. Wow. Well, I Guys, don't want to meet her if she wants to throw batter. We are the ones assuming the mortality of the creature that died. You need to wear the amulet, Alyssa. <gasps> no, Ooh. I think this one is just, like, Mike was right. This is just a dead battery. I Then let's norm- smash it. No- normally, I can feel energy coming off things. Like, I pull out my wand. I can feel a tingle. You know what I mean? Hey, Alyssa. This has zero tingle. Z- zero no zilch. No. I think it's dud. Alyssa's honest. Aminora gave she us a dud. A tingle. She tells me a lot that she has no tingle. You know, I get so. the feeling that Anora's <laughs> full crap because you know what? We already know she was involved with some nefarious stuff with her sister. Arnold, you don't remember. You have a dead wife. We killed her in front of you. A wife? Yeah. I've never been married, Sir Andrew. I don't know what you're talking not, about. Man. You and me both, buddy. Don't confuse him. You have no family that has tragically died, so you're fine mentally. Right. <laughs> okay? You guys, g- give, me, give me yours. Let me feel if yours are duds, too. No. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Let's open the I lock. I think I threw mine in the swamp just somewhere. Just trying to loot stuff. Go. Here, I just hand Mike the wand. Go unlock this. This isn't attuned to me. Use ah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please do what I want, and then we can do what you want really quick. <laughs> Michael, if you want to continue looking for loot, make yourself useful and go down that other hallway. I don't know. It could be bad stuff down there. I chose the trapdoor. I'm waiting for the trapdoor. I'm quick. sorry, you guys. Before yes. we get away from this bug, I look at its like shell coating and its like pieces, and I want to try to rip... like. It's thorax off of its body, and you have it as a shield. No. It's almost entirely thorax. Andrew, give me a survival check with advantage because it is a monstrosity. It is a favored enemy. Oh. I got a 20, or sorry, a 15 and a 14 plus my survival, which is plus six. So that's 21. Mike, Alyssa, and Arnold, you watch as Andrew produces a dagger from probably Alyssa. He... he <laughs> Grabs it off of her leg without her noticing. (laughs) And he very quickly uh, portions off a section of the thorax and rips it off with this, like, awful ripping sound. Like, almost like Velcro being taken apart. uh, As he now has this bug shell chitlin-like shield. All right, uh, Alyssa, let me go ahead and see that one. I put it in the hole. Bippity-boppity-bip. And I... You, you go to give me give me a roll at disadvantage. You got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, nine. Cool. You go to place the bulb of Alyssa's wand closer to the lock, and you watch as two of the little vines snake out of the top. And as they go down towards the lock, they immediately curl back in the Come opposite oh, direction. Oh, they don't Stupid like it. Little. Plant guy. It's okay, little go. wand. You don't I have to do it. throw your wand on the ground. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, it's not doing what I want, and I'm cranky. Didn't you, even get a bite of it. Maybe we'll find a key 
in one of the other rooms and we can come back. All right, let's go down the hall or whatever. Maybe there's a key or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. He gets like this. His blood sugar's off. You I know. Mean, it's you because guys. there's a banquet over there and it's like we're so close. I can smell it. I can smell it, man. And I think it's mostly dwarf legs, but I can smell it's, it. And there's it flesh and there's people fly. I smell it, dude. I know, and but it's it smells delicious. Taste great when we taste it later. And I think it's like better than a lot of food we eat on Earth. Like, I think flesh is just good. No, no. No, I think you're just very hungry. I might just be hungry. All right, let's go down the hall, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys. All right, okay. so you open up the door on the opposite side of the tower, and you look down a long, darkened hallway. Um, you quickly realize that this hallway connects the tower that you are currently in and then the ruined tower on the other side of the castle. As you walk down this darkened hallway, you see that there are two points of light in the center. And as you get closer and closer, you realize that they are sconces uh, on the wall that sit on either side of a large black door. And on this door is the uh, carved emblem of a spider uh, with the top body of a woman. It looks very much like the statue that you saw in that ritual chamber. Guys, this is Lilith. It's not Lilith. Lolth. This is Lolth. Lollipop Guild is in there. Yes. They're made of spiders, or vice versa. I really think this, okay, is this locked? I wiggle the handle. So there, you go to wiggle the handle and you quickly realize that there is no handle on this door at all, but you do see uh, across the perimeter of the door, letters kind of shimmer into you, and you see a riddle that is outlined around the edge of the door. Hey guys, don't even worry about this. I know this one. I rearrange the letters with my hands until it says Voldemort. And then we go into <laughs> the room. So, um, God, if you would like smart. to read what's actually on the door. Yes, sir. I can't be seen, I can't be felt, can't be heard, can't be smelt. I lie behind stars and under hills, empty holes I come to fill. I come first and follow after, I end life and kill laughter. And now a tra- what? Wait, what's that? An incoming transmission from a strange new world, from planet Earth. This transmission comes from a real-life sponsor. Of all the hot springs in the Sword Coast, this one's surely the most relaxing. And well-deserved. I didn't think those gnolls would be so hard to butcher. I know, they wouldn't stop coming. But you fought with the best of them today, friend. Oh, you. You were amazing, the way you were all... Come at me, foul devils, and I will crush you with but my fist! I was- Oh, stop. You were the one who was just decapitating and decapitating. I mean, wherever there was a head. <laughs> I do love to decapitate. Ah, a lovely respite from the tumult of war. I. But do you know what would make it better? You didn't. I did. A little bath bomb. Oh, this is too much. Ooh, and we have to light a candle for ambiance. <sighs> it's like I'm being transported to a fragrant land of pure whimsy. Ah, oh, yes. This is just what the cleric ordered. 
grab my back? Sure. Visit firelightfables.com today and treat your nose to something magical. Okay, guys, 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 guys. I think this is gas, right? Gas? It's it's behind stars, right? Oh. They're made of gas. They're burning gas under hills. You mine for gas. Gas is trapped under the earth. The end laughs, is, I think is what it said. So have you ever made a really funny joke and then farted quickly after and then everybody stops laughing? <laughs> That's and very it's because it's gas. That's so specific. I think the gas would accentuate the joke with the right crowd. You know what? I think so, but That's I just true. hang out with a lot of wet blankets and I eat a lot of food that's also, bad for my tum-tum. I have my gas. When people are having fun, they say they're having a gas. That's true. So there you go. That's also part of it, maybe. Okay, but what was the first part? You can't see it. You can smell it. Is, the, is smell included? Some gas is not smellable. See, Has I no thought odor. the answer was love. No, it's gas. Love is not buried beneath it's the not, hills. It's not even behind love the stars. Love is everywhere. <laughs> love is Although, everywhere. You bury people. Exactly. Sometimes in oh, hills. Ooh, ooh. Or, what if it's a wish? Because you wish upon a star oh. and under uh, a mound. And you wish on a wishing well. well. And it kills <gasps> laughter because you realize wishes never come true and that makes Ooh. you sad. Okay, let's wish for a fart and either way, we're rock solid. I think we've got <laughs> this riddle down. Duh. Wish for a lovely fart. Yeah, and you wish get all for a lovely fart. So you, you go to face the door confidently and you say wish for a lovely fart and you wait for a few seconds <laughs> and nothing happens. Hmm. I would say like heat. It's inside stars. It's beneath the core of the earth. You but can't does it fill hear a hole? It, see it, but you can feel it. And feeling was not a thing you can't do. No, it, yeah, it cannot be felt. But you could feel like heat because that's the part I'm getting stuck on. I thought maybe like water, but it, you would it, uh, to fill an empty hole. But it cannot be felt. I can feel water. Like what as is some, as oh, the four of you stand, like a nothing. There's nothing but like darkness in a hole. <gasps> darkness. As as the four as the four of you stand there, and you each say darkness, the words on the door kind of almost like shine just a little bit, and you watch as like the flames on the sconces on either side of the door like catch the light, almost like they're reacting to what you're saying. (gasps) Sconces, guys, let's blow them out like candles. I blow on one sconce. Yeah, I climb up and I blow on the other one. Make a wish. Cool. Once <laughs> once both sconces are out, the entire hallway is filled with an impenetrable darkness. And then light creeps into the hallway as the metal and wooden door slowly opens, revealing a lush office and living quarters on the other side. We had to give it darkness. Yeah, the fart had to take time to fill the room. Yes. Okay. But guys, where do people keep keys? In their office. In their office. Also key rings. (laughs) All right. That could be in the office. I'm right there with you, babe. Cool. So you walk into this large room that is sectioned off to be both a bedroom and an office of sorts. There uh, is a large fireplace on the opposite side of where you come in with a large picture of Loth the Demon Spider Queen uh, up on above the mantle. There is a large black wooden desk that kind of has like spider legs that sprawl out on either side. It's covered in 
papers and uh, all manner of like magical usings um there is a four poster bed off to the corner with this lush like black and purple silk there's even a large uh chalkboard almost that's covered in papers and there are different colored wires and string that intersect very much like a a conspiracy board in some like (laughs) lunatic's apartment that you would walk into uh and up on the mantle below the picture of loth there are four different jars of insects each one that holds like different things like there's butterflies there's bees there's a spider uh and there is a jar of worms this kind of feels like an episode of extreme home makeover and the kid's like I love the ocean. And then you walk into his room mm-hmm. and they gave him like a sea bedspread and like conch shells on shit. And it's just too much ocean. This it's like per- that, but with spiders. This person said spiders and bugs, please. <laughs> right. right. And they're um, like, I know this one thing about you. I go rooting through the desk. I go tooting um, rootin through tootin'. the desk. <laughs> cool. Alyssa, you go rooting through the desk. And all of the drawers are locked except for the center. And you open up the center drawer and there are uh, some papers and there's a quill and some ink vials. And you also see a silver key, roughly the same (gasps) shape as the bronze key that Michael had earlier. Found it. Nice. You know what? Whenever I've been walking by that board with all the strings on it, I've been closing my eyes. I'm actually going to look at it now and see if it has information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, ooh, spiders. Cool. So, Mike, you go over and you look at the board with the interconnecting different strings of multiple colors. And drawn on the chalkboard itself, there is a center circle. And then off of that center circle, there are lines drawn in chalk that go off to nine different separate circles and each of them are various shapes uh, sizes different shades and patterns and colors and there's one that you immediately recognize down towards the bottom left and it looks like earth oh my god you guys Uh can anybody read circles (laughs) get over here you gotta look at this okay that that circle on the bottom there, I mean, I love a blue-green circle, but that specifically is Africa, right? I was going to say it's either Africa or it's like Belgium or something. Close yeah. enough. Really, what's the difference? I don't but know. I'm thinking I that's Earth. I don't know geography. Well, I mean, uh, the dragon dude was saying that they were trying, someone was trying to open portals to Earth. I mean, that's what got us here in the first place. Is, is, is Loth one of the people trying to do it? Yeah, the Spider Queen. She's got to be working with Neznar. He can open purple portals. It all goes back to him. And she gave, like, her spider brood to him to, like, be an army or something, right? That's why there were giant spiders in the cave when we, you know, first got here. Remember mm-hmm. back then? It was like yeah, a an surgery. army or, like, a surrogate dad or something or a cool uncle. He was yeah, something yeah, to yeah, them yeah. for sure. He has partial custody of her kids and he uses them <laughs> to attack uh, people like us, cool people. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Look at that desk chair. That a spider butt could not sit on that desk chair. I think That's this true. is somebody who works for. I long. would give her like a like an office hammock or something. Yeah. That's got to be a pretty big wait, spider butt. Mm-hmm. I I look for a nameplate on the desk. <laughs> oh, you, you go over. <laughs> you go over and you look at the nameplate on the desk, and sure enough, under a thin. <laughs> 
cover of dust you wipe it away and you see in like these silver embossed letters up against a black metal plate it says Neznar unless that's a common name this is the guy we've been looking for this is the guy who has our Dalton I wipe the dust away um, on the plaque even more and it says Notary Public off to the side (laughs) it does indeed say Notary Public (laughs) This guy is multi-talented. Okay, this is Nesnar's office. You know what? I got some bad juju and it wasn't like the evil spider theme. I like this room has bad energy and I, mm-hmm. let's scour it. Top to bottom, we gotta find Dalton. Yeah, There's then, gotta be some clues to where he's hiding. And then when we're done, well, before we leave, we fill a, pu- a bucket with water and we put it above the, the door I, frame. Dude, I've always wanted to do that. Yes. Yes, yeah. no yes. bad ideas. Andrew, you want to add anything to it? We can put marbles <laughs> on the floor uh, like we're Kevin uh, McAllister. Yeah. No, we'll turn all of his uh, toilet paper rolls around so they come out the, the wrong way, which is the oh! back way. Yeah, man. <laughs> and he, yeah, yeah. He, I'm going to take the worms, and I'm going to put them in his bed. I'm going to move everything one inch to the left so he's disoriented when he walks in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's, let's mess with yeah. him a little bit. So we do all of that. Okay, cool. So uh, all of that happens. Mike moves everything an inch to the left. Uh, Alyssa, you take the jar of worms, you open it up, and you spread it all into his bed, covering the black and the purple silk with dirt uh, and filth. Andrew, what did you say you wanted to do? I I look at the jar of bees, and I'm just like... Andrew? <laughs> I unscrew the jar of bees. No, and no, then no, I'm no like, Andrew. Oh, shit. Okay, time to go, guys. Andrew, you you open the jar of bees and they immediately swarm out. Give me a D twenty. Why the fuck would you do that, Andrew? Natural twenty. Alyssa's scared of bees. Just Alyssa. (laughs) You you all watch as twenty five bees fly out of this jar and they immediately begin to circle Andrew's head. And even though you would think that they would be stinging him, they just kind of hover around. Uh, um, um, okay, uh, let's, let's get out of here. I don't, I don't like bugs. Okay. Let's just, let's, let's get out of here. We've set a lot of cool traps. No, I'm, I'm already ahead of you. Um, I do not like bees. Let's run and maybe they'll trip over the marbles and that'll be okay. I re- yeah, I run out away from the swarm of bees. Um, so Andrew, you immediately run away from the bees and Mike, Alyssa, Arnold, you watch as the bees follow Andrew. Andrew! I start, I'm expecting them to sting me. Do they start stinging me? They land on you, but they do not sting you. So, Andrew, All do of not make a me? move. All of them land on you. Okay, okay. They can um, sense fear, if Andrew. If I move, they're going to sting me, right? If I move, they're going to sting me. Yes, Guys? Do, do not move. Here, let me help. Burn me alive because I'm covered in oh bees, and there's no way I'm going to okay, survive uh, Arnold, this. Arnold starts walking towards you, his mace held up high as it, like, ignites in flames. Be still, sir, Andrew. It will only take me one swing. I say, no, no, no. And I, I hold my arms up um, to sort of protect myself yes. from this. Andrew, as you hold your arms up trying to protect yourself, the bees immediately fly and put themselves in between you and Arnold. And their stingers are pointed Aww. towards <laughs> Arnold. What? I, I like have my hands up and I'm looking at the bees and... I move my hands like two feet to the right. You do so and they follow. I move my hands four feet to the left. You do so and they follow. I start swiping them all around and <laughs> randomly. As you do, they all start doing like figure eights around your hands. Andrew, you're their queen. No, I'm not. 
I am. Uh, hi, I, I put my hands in front of me to guide the swarm. Um, hi, bees. Uh, I'm just a guy. My name's Andrew. I am not equipped to take care of uh, like 20 or 30 of you. I don't have the honey for this. I'm not a queen. Uh, nothing against queens, but I'm not one. Uh, but thank you for your protection. And uh, guys, we, we don't want a swarm of bees to follow us everywhere, no, do we? Come on. I don't. No. I don't even like the sound. <laughs> you you no. stay here and um, you continue being an experiment for a spider guy. Okay, listen, dude, I don't... We shouldn't kill the bees because the population is endangered. Exactly. You know? Sure. Natural fair, part fair, of the fair, ecosystem. Fair. Mm-hmm. It skeeves me out. I'm okay adding them to the party, but it does skeeve me out. Alyssa, you're the one who might be allergic. We don't want to add them to... We're not going to add you guys to the party. Our party's full. We've got one, two, three, four of us here. You guys are too much, and I don't like you. You got six legs. Um, So, uh... uh be gone, and I, I point them out the door. Um, as you say, be gone, and point them out the door, they fly closer to you. Uh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to just sit here and um, and be bullied by a bunch of bees. Um, you, you, back to the jar. R- back to your jar right now, every single one of you. Um, as you say back to the jar, every single one of you, you feel this like intense buzzing in your head as like, 20 to 30 little tiny voices are saying <laughs> Andrew, 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 Andrew. and they all fly back into the jar <gasps> I I clamp it down and I screw the thing on and I immediately take another one of Alyssa's daggers stab a few holes in the top ask, you do so ask before taking my daggers <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that they started talking and I was gonna kill them all but they had, they sound really cute and now I kind of want to keep them I walk over to Andrew silently and I slowly take the dagger back <laughs> and I give him a look and I put it away you're shaking right now it's my dagger <laughs> Dalton I'd like to do something really quick what would you like to do Michael thank you sir I go to the shelf there's another jar of bugs there I assume yeah there there are um, it's a jar of spiders and a jar of butterflies is there a jar of worms somewhere around I already put it in the bed uh, they are in the bed <laughs> I take a handful of worms and I just kind of throw them on the ground. Okay. okay. And then I point to the opposite wall. <laughs> okay. What do they do? They continue to writhe on the ground in the same spot that you threw them. Okay. I get down on my all fours and I say, I am your king. I am the king of worms. <laughs> Go, I am your king. You obey me. And then I point to the opposite wall, and I want them to slither over there, worm-like. They, they continue to writhe in the place that you threw them down onto I the ground. I pick one up, and I shake the dirt off of it, and I say, I'm your god. I could crush you with a finger and a thumb, and you would be dead. You walk over to that fucking wall right now, or I'll walk. kill your entire family. <laughs> put it on the ground. The worm just hangs limp in between your index and thumb. Baby, it's okay. You don't need to be a worm whisperer. I wanted to be the king of worms. I wanted to be the king of worms really bad. And this is bumming me out, and I'm still can hungry. It, we can call you the king of worms. We can call you that. We can. You're the worm king to me. Yeah. You don't need to have subjects that You are do worms. look like a worm king, Michael. You are now the <laughs> king of worms. Thank you, Arnold. Uh, and I take one worm, and even though it's disobedient, I put it in my pocket, and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> 
But Andrew, <laughs> you 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 do so. You're the bee whisperer, dude. Okay, I, I know that I was sad about I'm my thing, but bee. I'm really happy about your thing. That's really great. You're like Ant Man, but cooler. I got thirty mouths to feed now. All of a sudden, I got hey. one dog at home. I, this is hey. insane. I think Listen. they can sort themselves out, like food wise. I think you were ready to be daddy of one whole baby, which is like two million bees. Now, if you can take care of twenty or thirty bees. You're ready to be a dad, my friend. Let's try this I out. I mean, yeah, when Laura and I get married, we'll want to start a family in a couple of years. Maybe in, I don't know, 22, 23. Yeah, something or like that. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Treat this like that egg mm-hmm. you get in home ec that you put in a diaper. And the teacher's like, hey, if you drop this egg, it's like dropping a baby. And what you get an egg. What did you have? I don't know. But anyway, remember that from home ec? <laughs> Arnold Arnold gets visibly uncomfortable when you talk about broken eggs. Oh no. Hey. As much as I love to sit here and form an army of insects and bugs, there's a lot of information in this room. I feel it. Mm-hmm. I think we need to find clues about Dalton. I really and uh Dalton, I really feel like I'm uh, there's more to that desk because I know everything was locked. So I go over and I, I coax my little wand. I'm like, hey buddy. I know you didn't like that other lock, but we're going to try again, okay? All right. And I try to unlock one of the drawers. Cool. So there are six drawers on this desk, three on each side. And after that little pep talk that you give your wand, you watch as six individual vines snake out from the open flowers on this bulb and work their way into the cracks of each of these uh, drawers and then with a great force push all six of them out at the same time, breaking the locks and opening up their contents. Oh, little buddy. I knew you could do it. Uh, Dalton, uh, I guess I go and look at the left ones. Cool. You look through the the contents of this desk, and most of it is general, like, magical and office paraphernalia. But you do find uh, two different stacks of papers. Well, a stack of papers and then a single page. The stack of papers look like an order form for various supplies, both magical and non-magical. And down at the bottom of each of these order forms is a logo and name that you immediately recognize. And it says, Honora's Realms Magic Shop. Guys, come get over here. I'm already over here. Yeah. Look. What's up? Why is Neznar working with Anora? Maybe, maybe he just went shopping there, and this is the I bag just shop from there like a when he bought a trinket. I don't know the laws here if she can refuse service to people just because Waterdeep's of a big city. Their evilness, you know. <sighs> I mean, I guess you're right. She might not right. know. That still just seems really odd, right? I mean, can we look a little closer and see what it might have been, what kind of item it might have been to or on? Yeah, 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 yeah. It says says right here. Oh, (laughs) there's a receipt right underneath. Yeah, there is. Oh, wow. Oh, he overpaid. (laughs) Well, he said it's like an order form, so it's like it would have what's... Mm being ordered oh, this right? is his invoice okay yeah mm-hmm. it would it would have the order form and most of it like i said it's both magical and non-magical um most of it is are things like explorers packs or vials potion ingredients there's some weapons in there too but then down towards the bottom there are several lines that have been redacted with a thick heavy brush stroke of black ink Alyssa, see past the brush stroke look Use your magic. See past Quit the brush. Your eyes. 
What? And think of unicorns and do the thing your god does. <laughs> think of your horse Fix and this. look at the lines and see past the brush strokes oh, and let's read it. Well, you know what you can do is if I flip it over, I can try to maybe look for like the... the uh, I think I could make it out. Yeah, you're right. You see what I mean? Like where the pen has pushed down. Mm-hmm. One DVD of Mr. 3000. No, that's not right. <laughs> I just don't think I can read this. I don't think I can read it. I put it under the light. And I tried to see if I can decipher what the letters were. Out of the several lines that have been redacted, there's only one that you can kind of make out. And you see the letters R-U-B-Y. A ruby? Wait, a ruby like the, the, the bird hearts. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, the bird hearts. Okay, so Nesnar wanted to reanimate somebody. Mm-hmm. <gasps> or... Maybe it was his 50th wedding anniversary, the ruby anniversary. <gasps> he did look really old. Maybe. Okay. Okay, but I'm uh, going to go with the bird. I think you're right. Yeah, more, more than likely it's the bird thing. Let's now roll it out. I'm going to put that as second second theory. Oh, well, I mean, and we know he was working with the witch. What? Remember from like that lab? Mm-hmm. His team was working with the witch. <gasps> he was working with the witch! So maybe Anora isn't... I think too many things are are linking up here, right? Hold on. Is there an order number on top of this order form? Mm. Or any sort of, like, indication no. of a date? No, there's not. Mm. Damn. So as the three of... As the four of you are sitting here with this order form and discussing... Mike, do you currently have the Sending Stone? I've tried to throw it in the trash a million times, but it is currently in my pocket. <laughs> it just keeps coming okay. back. You you feel the all too familiar vibration of the sending stone, and begrudgingly you go to grab it and pull it out of your pocket. And as you hit accept, you quickly realize that this was a butt dial because over the phone or over the sending stone, you can hear a very muffled altercation between Jeff and his aunt, Honora. Uh, let's see. I can't believe she would keep that off the books. What is happening here? Huh. What are all these? Jeffery. Jeff- 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 could she use these for? Jeffery! Jeff- what are you doing in my room? I- I'm sorry. It was, um, I had a, a pen roll under the door. I had to go get a, it. A, and, pe- a um, pen? Roll under the door. You know. A pen rolled under the door, and look what I found. What is this? What? What? What is what? These are the books. These the the books aren't right. The book. What is this? Yo, the inventory's Jeff- all wrong. Jeffrey, my dear and why nephew. Why would you need these magical items? You don't keep the books. You don't know what you're talking about, Jeffrey. Why would you need these stones? These are very rare. There is no magic, legal magic that you could possibly Jeff- use. Oh no, you are mistaken. Those are not the books for. Why are you in my room? You know you are not allowed in here. I, I don't know what's going on, but you need to get out of my way. I, Jeff, I'm leaving. Jeffrey, I, can, I can't trust you Jeff, anymore. Jeffrey, you stay get, right get there. Out of my way. Jeffrey, Inanora, don't make me do Jeffrey. Ah. Maybe it's dead once and for all. Do you all. think Jeff is dead right now? Because oh uh, it sounds like Honora is doing some pretty shady shit. And uh, that sounded like a magical explosion. 
Maybe Anora's been in alliance with Nesnar all this time. That connects them to the witch. I think there's something that runs real deep here. We thought she was just this kindly old lady running a magic shop. Maybe, maybe she had bad intentions. Maybe she's behind Dalton being taken from us. That beautiful, <gasps> and she just sat brawny there tan man. And acted like she didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, she gave us bad amulets, okay? Yeah. She gave us Arnold. I mean, she sent us on this whole quest. I guess not really. We sort of discovered Arnold. Scratched everything I just said. No, no, she, no, no. she did basically give us Arnold. She said this is a parrot that she had no need for, and she was going to just she give it away. She was literally getting rid of her brother-in-law. She didn't know we'd turn him back into human-ish. So she must have been helping her sister. She was getting the supplies for her sister. Her sister was working with Nesnar. There's stuff going on with the portals. There's people switching bodies. Oh, my head hurts. Alyssa, there is one more stack of papers that had some heft to it that you found inside of the desk. Oh, guys. Oh, the, here, I found more stuff. Maybe it, 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 it deals with more oh, of it. Let me see those papers. It's wrapped in plastic and it says Staples, bright white, <laughs> number 450. <laughs> you... You take the the stack of papers and you open this folder and inside you see pictures of all of you in various places in the Forgotten Realms that you have visited. What? You see images of yourself outside of Enora's Realms magic shop. You see images of yourself at the Castle Vander estate. You see images of yourself at the edge of the woods that you encountered the witch. I don't like this. Somebody's been watching us the entire time. Not intervening, just watching us. All this is going on. She gave us Arnold. What if she wanted us to be here? I mean, what if they're watching us right now? We all look to the door. You all look to the door, and as you look over, standing in the open doorway is a tall, slender drow black staff in hand as he brings both of his hands together with a slow clap. The clues just keep on cluing. Is Aunt Honora really the one behind all of this? Sure seems that way. And what will happen next as our heroes come face to face with Nesnar for the first time? All this and more when our next episode drops on October 31st. In the meantime, we want to give a special thank you to our patrons Dran, Cameron, Oakley, Robert, and Packrat. Your support of the show means the absolute world. If you want a shout out just like this one, head on over and become a patron at www.patreon.com slash dungeon radio hour. Until next time, keep the volume up, the dial tuned in, and always say yes to adventure. Bye for now, kids. And it says, Honora's Realm's Magic Shop. Guys, get over here. What, 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 what is it? Good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Guys. Wait, first, hold, let me first show you. Anora. <laughs> Before having that type of reaction. <laughs> Before having Damn. Okay.
Hey, Game Masters. Are you sick of cliche stories that leave your players falling asleep? Do you suffer from low engagement at your gaming table? Do you struggle with creating interesting plots and engaging NPCs? Do your players laugh at your tiny dice rolls? Well, we can't help you with that one. But we can help you level up your gaming. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. We discuss the topics that matter the most when you're being a GM. Be that better map design, telling gripping mysteries, or just not killing off your players in an adversarial way. I mean, yeah. Join us at Level Up Your Gaming, a tabletop RPG podcast, every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts.